Hello, wonderful people. Welcome back to Vibrations with Shay. Of course, I'm your lovely host, Shay, and today's vibe is gonna be about marriage and everything marriage brings <laughs> the love, the twist, the trial, the tribulation, the fun stuff, <laughs> all the fun stuff, mostly the love. And I wanted to talk about um, what I thought I would, my marriage would be, what my marriage is in reality. And um, of course we gotta give you the story and I can't give you the story if I don't have my main man here, Run B. So uh, say hello to our people. What's up world, it's Run B. <laughs> so of course we're gonna give y'all the, the whole rundown we're gonna give you the story we're gonna give you the idea of what we thought it would be and then of course we gotta give you the reality of what what it actually is because we have rolled up recently um this past august was our second year anniversary and it also marked our three-year anniversary of actually being together We've been knowing each other for like, how many years? Like 13 years. years. Yeah, I met him when I was like 17, 16 or 17. And he was always older than me. He's old. (laughs) So, yeah, it shall be a great conversation. And of course, maybe somebody out here can relate to us. Of course, I'm sure. Um, it shall be a great conversation. What you think, babe? I think it's gonna be a very interesting conversation. Ah, uh, let's see how this goes. Let's see how it goes. Okay, so as I said, today's vibe is about marriage. So many can relate, so many can't relate, whoever can relate. Hopefully this complete conversation will help you guys out because, um, you know, me and my husband have been through a couple of things within a time span of us being married for the last two years and being together for just three years. So, um, babe, you up? You ready? I'm right here. Okay, so what, the story. I know the great people want to know our story and what brought us here together. How did we get here? How did Shay and Rob get here? Well, in 2007, we met at the grocery store. And we saw each other, but we never always spoke, like, you know, like, consistent speaking, like, it was always, like, on the go or, like, by register. Or, I was shy. Hour. Let's just be clear. I was real shy, and I was a hot tail girl. <laughs> on, on that phone texting. You know? Oh, oh, don't throw no shade, but. That's not shade. Yes, that was, that's been shade for years. That's not shade. It's been saying. shade for years. I was talking, texting. Texting was like a new, th- I had just got a phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Isn't that wrong with that? 
And I was excited about it. I must have ran my mama's phone bill up, but that's a different topic for a different day. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, we never, ever really got on the good foot of talking. I thought you were shy, but I think it was more so me. I was a shy one. Would you? I mean, I, I, I think it was a little bit of both. Yeah, I was definitely shy. I always noticed that you had ashy hands, though. I, I know, noticed that she, you had ashy hands for whatever reason. His his whole body be fine, but his hands was just like he had been planting cocaine powder or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what dude was doing on his spare time, but look, look <laughs> flower, whatever. If, if a man ain't working, his hands gonna be clean. Well, I guess so. Well, I get yeah, he was a hard worker, guys. <laughs> He was definitely a hard worker. He was friends with my mom, but he would not talk to me. Like, we all worked in the same place. He, he would not talk to me, but yeah, we met in a grocery store. I was like 17 years old. It was like my second job. And um, how old was you? How old were you back then? I was 20, 22 at the time. I was 22 or going on 22 at the time. Hmm. Okay. Okay, the call. You hit a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was 22 at the time. This was actually my first actual job mm. ever. Mm. I was I a look, working woman. All right. I look, I look for jobs my whole entire life before that, and I never got on. So I just went to school, and then I bounced around a few places all over the south, and. Ended up working at the grocery store where I saw some words. So it's funny. What brought you to Texas? You from you a native from New Orleans, so what brought well, you to Texas? In two thousand five there was a storm that came to New Orleans called Katrina. I'm sure everyone knows and what Katrina was. She was a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she was a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it separated families. It it destroyed lives it took away an environment it took away a, a way of living we all used to in new orleans and mm-hmm. when we bounced around we weren't used to being in other parts of the, the south and we had to adjust and it was hard for us and you know we couldn't do that and we are, we are free partying everyday lit type of people right right and we used to just being lit every day all day and we gotta adjust in other places where so, you yeah, can't buy to, stuff, and you gotta you gotta adjust to certain rules, and that's that's hard for us. Yeah, I have to adjust to Texas rules. Uh huh. That was not, hard. Not, not just Texas, it's, it's other places too. Mm-hmm. So that was like a like always on our minds. So. Right, right, right. And that's what brought you here. Yep. It's funny how you know things work out in mysterious ways, cause I don't think. If it hadn't been for that storm, you and I would have met. I don't think, you know, you and I would have crossed paths if it wasn't if it wouldn't have been for Katrina. So I don't want to say it was a good thing because obviously it wasn't. It was horrible. It was a horrible, horrible situation. Just watching it when I was while I was in high school, it was horrible to see. It was. Even for people in Texas, you know, transitioning uh, with 
different people in our schools. You know, we had to share schools, you know. The school I was at before I moved to the school I graduated from, it was a big old brawl. It was like a fight. It was all craziness, uh, Louisiana versus Houston. Like, it was stuff like that because I guess bringing two different people from two different two different cultures together and putting them all in, under one roof, it was, man, it was crazy. Like, you would think these people were different colors. Like, they were different races. No, these are all black people fighting one another. It was crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because during during those times that we was we was out we was out here with the, with the family we have out here, and I used to listen to the radio and hear on the news about this children fighting in school and you know gangs over here, gangs over there, going at it, and it was some crazy. Some kind of way, some kind of way, something brought everybody together. Um, you can always tell when the. New Orleans kids got with the uh, Houston kids. You could tell who was from New Orleans. You could tell who was from, you know what I'm saying, Texas, because somebody had dreads. Some girl had long braids. Or, you know, the kids in Texas, they had their way of wearing their clothes and their beads and they, they uh, jewelry or whatever. But um, some kind of way, everybody got on one accord eventually. I don't know what happened but it just seemed like things died down which was a good thing that was crazy that was really really crazy but you know if it hadn't been for Katrina I'm sad sadly to say like you and I would have never met long story short so I don't know God have his way of working in mysterious ways I guess it's a blessing yeah something good came out of it yeah, something really, really amazing came out of it. Very good. Very, very good. But yeah, um, don't look at me like that, Ronald. Don't give me the eye. I will pause this. <laughs> I will pause it. <laughs> what? But, um, yeah. So, finish telling the story, your side of the story. That's it. We met at the store. We met at the grocery store. I was younger. You were older. You talked to my mom. You didn't talk to me. You were shy. I wasn't, you know, that, <laughs> you know, that, that type of stuff, you know. <laughs> Go ahead. So, yeah, I did speak with her mama. I knew her mama at the time. Her mom used to always make me lunch in the deli department in the grocery store, and I asked her mama, hey, look, can I talk to your daughter? Mind y'all, this dude hadn't said two words to me. And let me mind y'all somebody, somebody, something else. I didn't find out about this whole conversation until after we were married, years later. Because she must have told him no. <laughs> she must have told him absolutely not she's too young some kind of way he didn't listen because we end up switching our numbers anyway but we always remain friends we never did the relationship thing he tried it after high school but i was too busy focused on other things 
that was not what I was supposed to be focused on, but I was doing what I wanted to do, and he was in another state, so we just remained friends. Over time, our friendship bonded, but it was nothing. I I didn't feel like it was nothing we can do in two different states, because eventually he lived in Texas, but ended up moving back to Louisiana after a while, so... He lived his life and I lived my life. That's our story. And after a lot of years and me having a baby and a lot of different relationships, well, and his his relationships and my past relationships, um, you know, he blew back into Texas. <laughs> like a little... <laughs> He blew back. Trying, and to find, trying to find a fresh start and came back to Texas. And his yeah. uncle would never let me forget <laughs> when he got here. <laughs> when he got back, I was the first person he was looking for. But every time I see his uncle, that's the same conversation we have. The same one. He was looking for me. He was looking for me. He was looking for me. But he came back. He found me. He literally knew where I was. (laughs) So, yeah. So, we reconnected the the day I came back. But as, as, I had to learn that I had to wait to, you know, get, get into new things with people and, you know, like, take time. And as, as much as I wanted she were always telling me like, this ain't the time. Like, this not now is the time. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> can I can I con- mm-hmm. can I conclude to that? Mm-hmm. Ronald came back on a force, and he could not be reckoned with for whatever reason. But Ronald came back just getting out of a four-year relationship, almost five-year relationship, and I was like. Yeah, most dudes that get out of those type of relationships, you know, you've been tied down for a while. You want to get free. You want to live your life a little bit. And I just wasn't trying to be caught up in the mix of him living his life. I've been that girl before. I didn't want to do that no more. I didn't want to be caught up in a misfire and he go get back with his ex or he go get with somebody else. And, you know, me and my baby just sitting on the side. I just wasn't trying to do all of that. I was in a content space in my life while I finally was over the things with my son's father. I was over the things from my past. Like, I was content. I was fit to move into my own place. I mean, I had me a nice little car. I had me a nice little job. Everything was just fun. Everything was in the right place. And I was content with just being a mother. I wasn't even trying to date nobody. I wasn't even trying to be with nobody. I was just chilling. And it's just it was rare for me to just chill. I was liking that becoming what I was doing. I was becoming, you know, who I wanted to be. And when he came back, he was like, oh, what's up? What's, like, we were supposed to click and get back right where we, was going, where we, you know, left off years ago. And I was like, no, brother, I got a baby. You know, it's different. You Now you can't get in my car. <laughs> I was like, no. I got a baby. Everybody's going, you're so mean. I was mean to everybody. He wasn't, he wasn't 
um, what you call it? You wasn't different from nobody else. Like I treated you as the same. I didn't make, I didn't make any special places for you. I mean, I saw you the same. You was my friend, but did you, you start coming on a little strong and I just had this mind, like, everything has got to be for my son. It's for my son. It's cause for my son. Everything I do, I get up every day. It's for my son. My world revolves around my son. It still do, but obviously I made a place for you in my world because, you know, we're married. And you made a place for me in yours. But at the time, he was coming on way too strong. And he had just got out of this relationship. And I was like, yo, you're not for to play me, son. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. What's going on? Why you... You don't know... No, no, no. I just kept putting up this stop sign with him. And every time he would do that, I would build a brick wall. And, you know, every time I thought we was making progress, here he go. I'm like, no, no, let me put my bricks back. <laughs> well, you laughing because it's true. Now, now, let me put my bricks back. I say, even though he, he's been my friend, he's still, you know, we gotta, I, I got content in what I was doing. And then when the crazy part about Ronald and how he perceives everything, he just, it's a go for him. When it feels good for him, it's a go for him. It went for it. Uh-uh. He used to invite me over to his auntie house. It's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. This cost for my, <laughs> this for my baby. Everything is my baby. My baby this, my baby that. Like, I knew he was like a good man. I knew he was a good guy. I knew he was real sweet. And I knew he was soft on me. And I must have cut up more because I knew he was soft on me, but. At the end of the day, I did have my intentions on, I didn't expect for us to get together the way we did, honestly. I just thought eventually he'll just give up and walk away and find somebody else and put his Mac on. I don't know. (laughs) So as you can see, I had to wait, you know. And he had to deal with a whole bunch of crazy. (laughs) I had to wait. Every time I thought, Every time I thought we was on that vibe, I would always shoot my shot. Uh. And then I just end up with the same situation and I just fall back a little bit and just just wait some more because I believe in good things come to those who wait. And He's a good guy, y'all. <laughs> so as time went on a little bit, we, we got closer. We started going on dates and... Man, you can't just say dates. You gotta, you gotta ease them on in. So, okay, okay. go ahead. So you said we had the date part. I guess I do the explaining. You talk the story, and I do the explaining part. I guess that's what we're doing here. So we went on. We was on dates. Okay. So after what? After I wanted to see the seven months, six or seven months of you being in Texas. Call me up right now. Call me up right. Well, no, because you took me out for Valentine's Day, remember? And you was only in town for a few weeks. Okay, so yeah, he took me out for Valentine's Day. And he had he was trying to call me, give me a little cute pet name, but I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? He was trying to give me this cute little pet name, 
Snickers. I ain't like that. I, I was, was like, I don't even like Snickers like that. I, I ate it one time and he was trying to call me Snickers. I was like, what the? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Anywho, um, he did. It was so cute though. What he did, he he got a whole cute little Hallmark box and he put a whole bunch of Snickers in there. And what else was it? It was. I think that was it. And I was just like, oh, okay. I got me a little midnight, you know, a midnight set or whatever. <laughs> and, um, it was the cutest thing. And I was like, okay, yeah, he. Because I wasn't sure how he was going to come. I just thought he was going to come get in the car and I was going to have to pay for myself. I wasn't thinking about anything because I just saw us as my blinders were on. I couldn't see nothing but us being friends. Okay. He wasn't really trying to shoot his shot right then and there. He waited a little bit. When he got on up in it, he went for the gusto. Believe me when I tell you. So, (laughs) it was was a cute gesture for sure. But after that, Valentine's Day, 2017, uh-huh. we didn't really see each other no more until what? March? Valentine's Day, that was like... Like, the day after Ryan's third birthday, we saw each yeah. other. I think I had a, a little window, because Ryan's dad took him, and I was able to go wash when I could have washed at home. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, let me see what's going on with this again. And... Yeah. It was a nice little chill rainy day. You know? It was a rainy day. It was it was kind of like we was if you if you saw it, it was kind of like we was like already there like but. What you mean already there? Because we was we was hugged up and you know holding we each was other. not hugged up. You see how he be gassing? We was we hugged was... up and holding each other in, in the in the laundromat. You had your you arm around me. We wasn't Still, hugged you was up. You laying on me like like. No, like, oh boy, please! He trying to act like he was making me. Yeah, hey, hey, I, I wasn't making. I was just holding. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Tell these people anything. <laughs> Anywho. I feel like it was like a. It was a good day. It was definitely a good day, and I had bought him some lunch because he had helped me shop and he had helped me wash all the damn clothes. So. That was a good little date day, I guess. A little rainy day. After that, I don't remember when I seen you again after that, because I think it was a while. Yeah, it was I a while. I think you started man. pissing me off or something. You had little bumps in the road, you know? <laughs> <laughs> little turbulence. Yo, it was a lot of turbulence. I wanted to take this nigga out of his meeting. Crazy. He was out of his damn mind. Nah, it was me too. But yeah, it was. It was like okay, it was like one of the things that you thought was gonna start somewhere and just kind of fell and hit the damn ground real hard and smoke started coming up from the thing and it was crazy. But <laughs> till one day we we actually like we was it was like like she. You skipping? Don't be skipping. No, I'm not. I'm not skipping. This run the turbulence for it. So one day, one day she blocked me. And ah, I, I upset her. Listen, I, I upset I her. And, <laughs> and I felt so bad. And I had, to, I had to, I had to go all out. But I, I had to make sure, like. You want me to tell the story? No, I got. It. I had to make sure, oh. like. I had to make sure that our, our friendship was still the, do it all. 
even though I wanted to, you know, wanted us to be something, I still had to, you know, make sure our friendship was that. So I wrote her something and I sent it to her. It wasn't, How did you get it to me? It, it wasn't on the, um, it Insta- wasn't. It wasn't Instagram. It wasn't. It was a text, right? Nope. It was an email. The email. It was the email. I blocked the shit out of him. <laughs> she, she was surprised that it, that that I even you know sent the email and she read the email and then you know she I got unblocked from her and this next time I texted her we was you know, like gradually gradually becoming, getting somewhere like we was gradually like he was like inching his way like he was skating on thin ice still okay mm-hmm. but you know we were getting somewhere i don't even think you met zion yet i think you still hadn't met zion yet i think i met zion the next time yeah you met zion a few months later after that because we like i said we had stuff going out but um I guess we went through our issues, obviously, <laughs> because we're here. But it was it was tough. Uh, my husband have a way of uh, articulating his the what he's really trying to say, and what he tries to get things across to me. It kind of just get to my face and it just fall on the floor. <laughs> I don't be getting it. It just don't register to me until I have to go back and have an aha moment with him but our relationship wasn't easy um after that what happened this is a good story we are not regular people (laughs) our relationship did not happen in a regular regular way it did not after that it was a, a little bit more turbulence it was after that, it was, you know, like, it was like this, this small disagreements. And, well, of course, know, like, we wasn't perfect and we wasn't the same yeah, person and we didn't like the like, same things. Um, I wanted to help you um, move in your first apartment oh, and I got real But wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're skipping a part when you met Z. You got to tell him when you met the kid. Rewind. Yo, see now. Don't even, don't even. <laughs> He met my kid after what five months of him being back in my life five or six months even i thought that was um too soon but i didn't have a babysitter so i had to bring him <laughs> i had to bring him with me that night and i don't know zion just kind of clicked with him like he just kind of by the way we went so cause three i ain't never saw cause the movie a day in my life Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it, and I was actually liking it. And mm-hmm. I see he like cars. I mean, like he was just, you know, my baby was into Hot Wheels and stuff like that. He was just getting into that. He was like three, getting into that, and um, he really took to Ronald because I didn't like nobody really. He wasn't one of them friendly kids, like, especially with men, because you know, who you, who are you? Why are you so close to my mama? But he was cool with Ronald. Like, him and Ronald actually really clicked. He almost fell. <laughs> I'm a clumsy person, by the way. Very clumsy. Woo, child. 
that's a different story. That's a different topic of discussion. But yeah, you met the kid. The kid was cool with you. Then what else you was trying to bring up? <laughs> we had a few more disagreements. Well, uh, um, you, I want to help you move into your first apartment. And oh yeah. Like, I, I took it real bad and started feeling some type of weird. Oh yeah, that lovely story. <laughs> well, here's the thing about me and me with the the, the backstory to that. I didn't want it to have anything to do with you. It wasn't. It wasn't like I was trying to kick you out. We was cool, you know. We was friends. We was dating. We was, you know, you know, we were cool. But it wasn't. I still wasn't registered. I wasn't there yet. I wasn't in the whole relationship thought process thingy but at that time I was trying to help you on some friends I know but I had friends for that and I didn't I didn't I didn't want to misconstrue the two I didn't even know if I wanted you in my place yet I didn't know if I wanted to do that yet like I wasn't sure I was trying to move in a cautious way because I had a kid I have a kid and you know you know, I want to be cautious with how I was moving. I didn't want to move, you know. I want to be real cautious. And I didn't want to put, make you think, okay, so he helped me move. So I can, you know. You remember that Tupac picture when he was sitting on the on the bed and he had his feet, he had his socks off, had his pants on, crossed and shit. You remember that picture? I'm going to let you find I'm going to find that picture. He was way too comfortable. I didn't want you to do that. I didn't want you to come up in there and get too comfortable. <laughs> so, and I, I really did want to enjoy my first apartment without any extraness, I guess. But I, it wasn't nothing against you, boo. It was just, I mean, I was becoming my own, and I had it all set up the way I thought it should go, and I didn't mean to shade you. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but... I was coming in, becoming into being a woman, and you know, I was moving into my own place, and I wanted to do it on my own, do it on my own, and it, it was nothing against you, I just wanted to do it on my own, and it was a little turbulent after that, because um, few, a few weeks later, I think something happened in those apartments, and guess who I called? What am I doing on my own looking at? Guess who I called? Well, wait a minute. I didn't even call him. Let me go back. I didn't call him. I called him. My sister called him. And he popped up. He didn't call and ask, was it true? Or no, he just popped up. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. I just got the new whip. Felt like it was time to pull up. Don't even. See, you out here. Put power on pause. See, it was a Put joke. <laughs> it was a joke. She was like, I'm going to text him. I'm going to text him tell him, come over. I said, girl, whatever. I got in the shower. I did something else. I was asleep. Come back. I had do, 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 do. I was like, who the hell is that? I was like. That's the door. The- that was you and your noise and your car with your music. <laughs> I was like, dang, yeah, he's outside. I was tripping. It was crazy. But, yeah, we we had 
we definitely had a love story on from on from we went on from we went on up from there <laughs> okay we went on up from there and you know long story short things happened a storm happened took my whole apartment out i mean I couldn't win from losing sometimes. But yeah, storm came, took my whole apartment out, had to start completely over. I ended up asking Ronald, you know, hey, we get we honestly got in the relationship. We was already in a relationship. We had already solidified what we were doing. He started spending nights, taking his socks off, stuff like that. You know how dudes get when they get comfortable. Uh <laughs> Um, he started coming over a lot. Ryan started seeing him a lot. You know, we was on the up and up from there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I lost my apartment. And I was just like, you know. And uh, I didn't even think he would agree to, like, wanting to move with me. But the dude was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'll do it. Let's do it. I was like, oh, shit. What did I do? But it, we had our ups and downs when we moved in. That was like 2017 to 2000. Yo, that was crazy. I just realized that. We got together in 2017. You asked me to marry. You knew what you wanted, huh? You asked me to marry you December 2017. We got married August 2018. Why are you moving like that? What's wrong with you? Most of it, all that took place in one year. Yeah, that was that was a real fast, fast, fast year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to this wonderful part. What what was the idea after we? Cause once we moved in together, we were together. Yo, I was I was like, listen, we're not for to play these games. Look, what you wanna do? What is your, you know, what we're going to do? I know what kind of person you are. You know what kind of person I am. Let's not do that. <laughs> like, let's not even play no games with each other. Like, you didn't, you didn't came this far. I love you. You love me. But the idea wasn't to just, we wasn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't even think that he would go fall for my shit with that whole what you gonna do. We weren't, you know, dudes do stuff when they ready to do it. I guess he was ready. You was ready. December 2017, he proposed to me. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. And it was so unexpected. I don't know how stuff like this get over my head. Because I'm on top of everything, so obviously not. I guess not. But yeah, he got me. He got me good. He even left my best friend out of it. He was looking at him like, "Really? You left me up out of this? Like I even I didn't even know. If you hear, if you watch the video, you'll hear him say, "I didn't even know." I'm like, "Well, the only person knew was my sister." I'm like, "I got that over our heads," but he did it. It happened. We ended up getting married August 2018. August 3rd, 2018. Let me say the whole date. So I know it's real. So we got the whole story out the way. Um, What did you think 
when we first got married, what did you think marriage was going to be? What was your idea? Not the reality, just the idea of what you thought our marriage would be. Remember you when you first got home and things started to get back to the way it was after the party, the reception, the reception and all of that. What did you think? How did you think our lives would be? Did you think it would be different? Was you expecting I, anything? Me, I never I never knew, knew much about marriage. I just, you know, seeing people be married and seeing a few couples didn't make it. So me heading into the, the situation with Shavori, I, I thought it would be like, you know, it'll be more than just boyfriend and girlfriend and just, it'll be on a higher level. And, you know, something to, you know, always think about. Um, more responsibility, more love, more happiness, um, more memories and, just something sacred between you and the person you're with. Um, I felt, you know, our foundation was there and it could take us far. Um, I didn't have any doubts about it. I wanted to do it. Oh, it's my turn? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I was looking at something. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> um, the idea of marriage for me, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know. I thought that, you know, we were going to be happy all the time. I thought it was going to be uh, laughter, you know, money was going to be good. I just... I thought it was just going to be this ray of sunshine, you know. They pushed our little gray cloud that had been hanging over our head for several months away. I mean, I didn't get married in intentions of uh, thinking that, you know, Things would just go away, but I did get at at my my whole idea of marriage changed. It's like he changed. He was like a different person. Now I'm asking him to talk to me, and um, babe, like I don't know. He just got it. We just when you when you marry, you get into a, a the same thing over and over again. You go through your Monday, through your Friday, to your Sunday, to your I mean, to your next Monday. Everything is just very recurring. So you try to do little things, spice it up, and we start having issues here, and you start having issues there, and you don't always agree. And you don't ever see that. You don't ever see that before you say, I do. I'm sorry. It just don't happen. I mean, we was having our issues before we got married, but it just seemed like things took a three, a whole turnaround. Like, you know... It wasn't all, my idea, I thought we was going to be cool all the time and all lovey-dovey because we said I do and we got the license and, yo, it's more than a piece of paper. It is hard work. It is sometimes not even talking, just I love you, good night, bye. Like, get out of my face. Get out of my face. Like, period. It don't mean the ups and downs are going to go away. Mm -mm. They're going to be the... Mm-mm. 
It's just how you get through them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So our reality now, that our idea of what we thought was going to be, our reality is marriage is not perfect. I don't care who walks up and through here and says, oh, I have the perfect... You're a perfect lie, okay? Because listen, <laughs> some days I don't even like this dude over here. But I love him so much. And only I, I'm not going to even say only married people understand that to be in any relationship. Some days you like the person and some days you don't even like him. But I always love him. I'm always in love with him. It's just sometimes we just don't click. All right, all right. And he always, I feel like, man, do I get on your nerves? No, you not. Yeah, like, yeah, you get on my nerves. I know the hell I do, because, baby, I could argue with a stop sign. Who you talking to? So, stop. Don't even try to flatter me. But we have been through, we have been through a lot in the last three years of just being together. I didn't even think I had it in me to even to even um, go through another any type of relationship but and every time and I had my mom I'm leaving I'm going home and why you always trying to leave why you why you why you just want to stay here you don't have to go nowhere he always tell me you don't have to go nowhere you don't have to go nowhere why you trying to leave why won't you stop doing that and this is and the third and I've stopped but I've stopped, and you know, we have we have, you know, he helped me raise my son, and he's a great father figure for my kid. I mean, Zion has the best of both worlds. He get his father, and he get his stepdad, and you know, it's a beautiful thing for a kid to have a son. My son to have you know, two dads or whatever. And my husband is a wonderful dad, okay? And he he does right by my kid. And I, that was the biggest blessing ever. And sometimes we have our little spats about parenting like any other parent would. And we have our financial issues like any other couple would. We have things about intimacy. We have things about more growing our family. We we just the future. You know, houses and what what's our next step and our goals and our future. We can't just think about what I want to do or what he wants to do. We have to think about the greater good, and we got to think about the the little boy that we're raising, and you know. We can't always put our eggs in one basket. We got to think about it very, 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 like we got to really think it through and if this is going to be right for our family because, you know, the way times are going, anything can make a break what's going on around us. You know what I'm saying? So I would say our reality is, you know, marriage ain't what we thought it would be. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's one of the biggest step, steps we took in our lives. It's also a, a learning a learning situation for the both of us and all, all of us as a family also because, you know, 
every day you could learn you could learn stuff from the, the person you with every day and if whether it's the whether you're from the same city or whether you're from two different cities or two different states it don't matter um as long as you have that foundation of love it don't matter how far y'all can go Yeah, I, I I agree. Long as long as love is there, it's not. I ain't gonna say I, I'm not one of the people to say love, love, um, love ain't gonna pay the bills. Sometimes love is not enough. Sometimes you do have to take the extra mile. And he has a habit of, I love you. Forgive me. I love you. I, I understand you love me, but you know, saying I love you ain't gonna get get me where I need to go right now. Like, it's not gonna. Sometimes him just saying he loves me don't fix everything, and I think sometimes he think that. But sometimes love isn't enough. Sometimes you gotta pray. Sometimes you just gotta stand, stand, stand down. Picking your battles—that's a big thing. You gotta pick your battles when you marry. Period. Like every day. I used to be on that rah-rah shit. Like, I will go toe-to-toe with anybody. But as I got older, I'm, some days I just don't even feel like it. Especially with the way our life is set up now. Yo, he can barely get a word out of me and I probably go to sleep. I'll be on my rah-rah shit one day and one day I won't. Got to pick and choose my battles. Some days he'll get it and some days he won't get nothing out of me. And then some days, we're, you know, we good. It's like, you know, it's a, I believe, I do believe that marriage do come, your your marriage, it has a season. Some days y'all are so in love and some days y'all are like, mm. <laughs> Can't stand with them. Yeah. Like, yo, why you, why you breathing so hard? Like, why are you in here breathing? Like, what's wrong with you? But. It is, it is how people portray, portray it, but it is that other way too. Like, it's not easy. It's not easy and it's not for the weak. Marriage is not for the weak, okay? You gotta endure some shit. And I know my husband, I always feel oh, he's such a good man and he's such a good, oh yeah. Yes, I know. I know he's a wonderful man. He's a very good provider. But, you know, I have my things with him, too, as he has his things with me. I'm a wonderful wife. I know. Say it, babe. Tell him. Tell him. You're a wonderful (laughs) wife. (laughs) Tell him right now. Right now. Let him know. No. But... (laughs) I mean, I know how he feels about me. I, he knows how I feel about him. But sometimes he, whew, he get me there. He go, he goes there. And, hey, I guess that's the wonderful, wonderful thing about marriage. Um, you, know, you learn to live together. You learn to exist together and be on one accord and one something definitely for sure when y'all are not on one accord the whole house is out of whack everything is off even the baby be walking around here acting crazy everything is off <laughs> even if you're not speaking 
something is off. Like you can tell it. You when you with somebody all the time, you spend oh excuse me, you spend most of your time together, all your time together. You you vibe with the other person. That goes that word again. <laughs> you vibe with that person. You you become in sync with them. You begin you get used to sleeping next to them and you get used to their ways and message. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't be throwing no shades over here, baby. What the hell? Jeez, what did what did what did I miss? Yeah, that was a message. I thought he was throwing shade, but yes, it is a message. Tell him. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god, it's so late. We got to go to bed. <laughs> Oh, wow. But, yeah. <laughs> Marriage is a wonderful, beautiful thing, but it's not for the weak. If you think you just want to get married for somebody to somebody for something they have or for their looks or anything that's materialistic or unrealistic, you're going to fall completely on your face because, yeah, the day I married him, I was like, oh, okay, let's do this. We've been doing this. Let's do this. This is what I want for the rest of my life. This is forever. I got out that car to my forever. This is forever. And, yo, <laughs> he is tied to me forever. Forever to death. You tied to me forever. Oh, I know. You ain't gonna tell nobody that. Hand in hand. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you think you for the coming this thing and coast, no, baby. You gotta do the work. The work is not gonna get done if you don't do it, period. So any lovely words to add lovely to that? Words. To add to that, you gonna know who you wanna marry when you with somebody. That's why you take your time, you learn that person, have fun with that person, you know, become into their thoughts. As they would do for you. Also, have faith in each other. Believe in God. With that, y'all can go far also. Stay prayed up together. Prayer is key. If I haven't said it enough. A family that prays. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is our friend. Amen. Nah, for real. Because it's been times where we didn't know such and such was going to get this and this and X, Y, Z. God came through, not when I needed him, but he came right on time. And, yeah, you don't have to always talk to people about your problems, your friends, your family. Sometimes it's just meant for you to keep it between you and your spouse. Right, communication. You, your spouse, and God, that's all you need. Um, yo, that's pretty much it. 
for that one. That was a good conversation when we did that. Thumbs up. Zena, here, give me a five. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, guys, we reached the end of our episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me and my husband go down memory lane and tell you guys about our experiences. And um, hopefully we was able to make you laugh. Um, hopefully we was open enough for you guys to, to understand Um simply within a marriage nothing is ever perfect it's always the bond that keeps you guys together it's always the love that keeps you together god keeps you together just you have to continue to talk to him and pray to him and you know to lean on him when there's no other person to lean on um the quote of the night or the day rather because it's late I chose is creating the strongest bonds is all about creating the open minded space for people to be who they are versus forcing them to be who you want them to be and from that I'll say that you can always want a person to be what you like them to be or want want them to feel what you want them to feel or act a certain way or think a certain way or just simply you have a certain thing that you want them to do but it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be what you expect and it's always going to be with the other person and what they have in their head and their perception of things I'm saying all that to say you have to allow a person to be who they are if you never allow them to grow into who they are then they won't be good for you um nobody's gonna be happy if you're always smothering and wanting the other person to do exactly what you expecting what you saw in your brain no 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 honey it's not gonna work like that You have to allow your person to grow into who they are and be who they are and um, let them give you what you need. And the only way they can give you what you need, not what you want, but what you need, is if you allow them to, in a respectful way, of course, allow them to be exactly who they are meant to be for you. I appreciate you guys for listening to me and my husband. Say bye, honey. Wake up and say bye. See y'all next time. Maybe. I got to change the name of this show. This is crazy. He's, I don't know. We're still trying to work him in. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to me. And I hope that we were able to be of some assistance in helping laughing and you know all that wonderful stuff 
I hope we were open enough for you guys. I hope we were helpful mostly. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for listening. Um, that's it. Bye.